Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is the end of the second week of the Easter season. Easter is not just a single day, but a 40-day season with the risen Lord that leads us to Jesus' ascension, and then on to the festival of Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, one God who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. Alleluia. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture in the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the abiding and living Word of God. A reading from Luke, chapter 24. This morning we read verses 28 to 35. As they came near to the village to which they were going, Jesus walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. Jesus' ministry had a signature feature that set him apart from the scribes and Pharisees, the priests and elders and other rabbis. Jesus broke bread with people as a sign of their forgiveness and their reconnection to the fellowship with God and God's people, that is, as a sign of God's kingdom coming among them. Even before the upper room, even before the Last Supper and the institution of the sacrament, Jesus' message about God's kingdom coming among us was revealed around the table in the breaking of the bread. This is one of the chief complaints against him, too. He welcomes sinners and eats with them. 
He comes eating and drinking, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. He even eats with tax collectors and sinners. Zacchaeus, today I must dine at your house. For Jesus' critics, the table was exclusive to those with whom you shared the righteous fellowship of God's kingdom. Those who acted not as God's people, but as outside, as Gentiles, the people who turned their back on or, or violated or refused to live according to the covenant, these are the people that are excluded from table fellowship. These are the people who have forfeited the privilege of this fellowship, who find themselves on the outside. Jesus, however, has come to forgive and redeem, to restore and reconnect, So when a tax collector or a sinner receives the good news of God's kingdom and returns to faith in God through Jesus and his works, Jesus goes in and celebrates with them by dining in their house, by breaking bread. When Jesus sends the disciples out, he sends them out to announce peace and to receive hospitality as a sign of faith that opens the door to the meal that celebrates God's forgiveness, God's peace, God's wholeness, the coming of God's kingdom, and the doing of God's will. So it is as if by the time Jesus and the disciples are gathered and reclining in the upper room on the night of Jesus' betrayal, that they have celebrated this meal as a sign of God's steadfast love, mercy, and forgiveness. Of the restoration of fellowship between God and, and all of God's people. And there then in the upper room, in the sacrament, our, now, our Lord now centers this meal on his own life-giving death and resurrection by giving us a meal where he has promised to always be present for us and with us, giving himself, his body and blood, for our forgiveness, life, and salvation. A meal where he is now the host And the gifts he brings continue to give us God's grace and to connect us in fellowship with each other and with Christ. In response to the word that the risen Christ reveals, Cleopas and his friend then have turned and invited Jesus to come in and dine with them. Jesus graciously accepts their hospitality, but at the table it is Jesus who takes the bread and breaks it and gives it. And it is in that moment and in that action and in that fellowship there around the table that Cleopas and his friend at last see that it is Jesus who has been with them all along. They return to the fellowship of the other disciples. They hear Peter's testimony that Jesus has risen indeed. And they add their story of seeing Jesus in the breaking of the bread now to this larger story of Jesus' resurrection and living presence among them. Just as Jesus intended, the disciples would no longer see him as they saw him before. But he promised to always be with them, and that they could always see him in the breaking of this bread, in the fellowship of this community, and in the sacrament that he gave and commanded them to remember. So since this is Saturday, and tonight and tomorrow morning, St. Paul's community will gather to, to hear God's word, to have the scriptures opened to us. 
to hear this word that reveals Christ for us and God's plan for our forgiveness, life, and salvation. How Jesus gave himself so that we might live. Perhaps as you worship this weekend, you can notice these ways that Christ is with us, that we can see the Lord, so that when we emerge from our time together, we can go to our friends, to our neighbors, to those that we meet, and say, I have seen the Lord. Now, come and see with me. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath that you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else, for what else do we pray? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for your gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you, for by water and the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Turn us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the living fountain of your grace and raise us with Christ Jesus to live in newness of life. For you are merciful, and you love your whole creation. And with all of your creatures we give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives us new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and forgives us all of our sins, strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of your Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.